I'm Steph McKenna. And I'm Donald Reese. And we're pretty good friends. We love true crime, or so we thought. Turns out most true crime cases are far too complicated, and we don't have that kind of time, energy, or focus. But petty crimes performed by hilariously awful perpetrators are just our scenes. So why not dig deep and pick out some of our favorite ridiculous crimes and the dumb criminals who attempted them, mostly for us, but also for you. Each week, Steph and I will break down and discuss two very real petty crimes. We will then try to wrap our heads around why they were committed in the first place and how the f*** these people thought they could ever get away with them. Here's what we're sleuthing about today. Oh, I was about to burp. Uh, <laughs> oh, lovely. And uh, how do you do to you two? That's right. I haven't even drank anything carbonated. Oh, um, what was I going to say? This is a, such a special episode, isn't it, Steph? We're doing oh, I'm very exciting. I- I'm very exciting. <laughs> I can't sir even. R. I can't even <laughs> speak. That's how did excited I, I am. Did I you sir are? You did. Sure <laughs> We're, guys, we are crushing this so far. That's right. It's special in many ways, this episode. <laughs> Uh, should we tell them what we're doing different or? Nah. Nah, forget it. They'll just figure it out. <laughs> right, we'll tell you. Well, actually, I'll tell you in a moment. Steph, how was your week? Oh, my week is great. I'm so excited that um, the Habs are making it to semifinals. That makes me very Isn't happy. Isn't that amazing? It was fun to watch. It really was. It really was. I get very stressed out watching those. Uh, it depends for me. If, if they're doing well then I'm very relaxed and into it in a good way. But I do get very, very stressed if they're falling behind. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't want things to be close. Like, I can't handle a 1-1 one, one or anything like that. I need safety. I need multiple goals. But then, you know, that's what makes good TV. Yeah, but I can't. Ha- I, I leave the room. Like, I, I, do I, you? I, yeah, uh-huh. I, it's too stressful. <clears throat> like, uh, I feel like last time that I got this stressed out was like, at the Olympics? Was there something with the Olympics in the Canadian team? <laughs> I mean, probably. Yeah, and I just, like, I couldn't. I had to leave the room, and I'm like, I really do want to watch it, and I care, but I can't. No, it's too much. But, but yay! But yay, that is very exciting. Although I hear that this is about as far as we go. I hear that whatever American team we go up against uh, is, is they're too good, too good. Oh, well, we, we won't know until we get there, I guess, hey? That's right, you know, we can defy the odds. Yeah, we have confidence in our boys. Yes, I don't believe in confidence. But anyway, oh, Steph, okay, let's get to this episode this week. I have, I have nothing to talk about my week, by the way. Oh, now that oh, I think okay. about it. Do I? <laughs> I don't know, do you? Mm, I went to work. Oh, wait, but you're back at work. How's that going? Oh, you know, how do I think it's going? Uh, you know what? It feels like I never left. Uh, for, for listeners who don't know, I took a three-month break away from work, and then I went back, and, and it really felt like... Uh, you know, like when you fall asleep, you don't realize you fell asleep and like no time passed at all. <laughs> Amazing. It, it, it was within seconds. Within seconds, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I did this yesterday. That's what it felt like. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, in a, it, good and bad, right? Like, uh, I, I, just good. You know what? We need to be positive and be like, it's great to be there. And it's uh, great to see the world getting busier and right, yeah. uh, and, and hopefully safely, uh, like hopefully this path can continue and we can get back to doing all the stuff we love. Yeah. And I can see you in person because I've forgotten what you look like. <laughs> Have you? I look, at, I look at pictures and I'm like, well, you better look exactly the same stuff. <laughs> I'm sure I do. I don't think I've changed much. Although no, I do I do keep saying that the pandemic has aged me. But... Oh, do, do, you, do you see it? Like in what way? 
I don't know. I guess I, I guess I do. Like, it's very upsetting to me that I'm like I have more gray hair oh, than so than it, I yeah. did. Like, you know, enough for me to be like, God damn it. Yeah. I don't. Um, like I, don't I feel. Did you used to have a couple of gray hairs? Yeah. I mean, unless I'm like probably, but now. Okay. I guess they shimmer in a different light now. Well, it was a stressful. It was a stressful time in all of our lives. So, yeah. and now they are badges of, of goodness. Well, I hate them. So. Oh yeah, but but. <laughs> they are badges of badness for me. That's right. But but they are the, show your strength and resilience to have overcome this dark dark period. Sure. Okay, so. We'll go. We'll go with that. Oh, let's buy some hair dye, both of us. Mine will go straight onto my bald head. <laughs> That would look really funny, actually. Yeah, don't be, do it. Don't, don't no, condone you know, that. Don't when do it was thinning, when my hair was thinning, I did try to dye it often, and uh, and it would totally like you can't get it on your skin, right? Like so, right. it was impossible. And for weeks, I'd have these like marks on my head. Now I just rock the shaved head, as we know. Heck mm. yes, you do. Now, listeners, this is a very exciting episode because we have a special guest. We do, we have a guest this week. We have a guest this week. Hey, um, Donald, who's the special guest? Um, our guest this week is Peggy from Moncton. She is a huge true crime fan. Um, and now for our listeners, we're gonna do today's episode a little different. Um, and I hope you're ready for this, Steph. So what happened is I got together without you, um, with Peggy, and we discussed the case that you're presenting to us this week, sort mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Well, not really the case. You gave us the title. I did. And we tried to guess what it was all about. You did. And we don't know if it went well or not. I can't wait to find out. Well, I'm excited to, you know, hear that whole interview because I haven't heard, like, a peep of it. That's right. You haven't heard it yet either. It's a yeah. mystery to everyone. I it haven't is. even heard it. I was involved. I was involved. I wasn't listening, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a terrible co-host. So here's what we're going to do. Steph, you're going to stay on the line. We're going to listen to the interview together. Yeah. Um, And then we're going to be back with your case. Now, before we go to break, though, uh, why don't you tell us the name of your case this week? Sure thing. So my case this week was taking a bite out of crime. That is what you told me. And that's what I talked about with Peggy. So we'll be back with Peggy right after this. Welcome back. I am here with our first special guest, Peggy. Hey, Donald. Hey, I always try to say your last name and I fail miserably. Sarujas. That's a good attempt. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, (laughs) It's Greek and it has a bunch of consonants at the beginning. How are you supposed to say it? (laughs) Sarujas. That's okay. I like hearing how people pronounce it. That's fine. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's beautiful. I just, I'm sorry. So Peggy, uh, tell the listeners, how do we know each other? Oh gosh, Donald, you and I go way back. Uh, We first met in high school. We didn't go to the same high school, but we had, we both had the same best friend. And so we met through Jen and uh, yeah, we ended up going to the same prom together. We ended up living together later in life for a little bit. or rather, I lived on your futon. Yeah, it was good times. <laughs> I like how I gave a gasp, like uh, when you said we had the same best friend. Like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, did you like, not? Oh, that yeah, that was the crime. No, <laughs> oh, it was almost. It sure yeah. was. Now, Peggy, you are a big true crime podcast fan, aren't you? 
I really am. Tell, I, tell me a bit about it. Well, I've been listening to True Crime. I mean, following it for ages. And since podcasting became a thing, I've been obsessed. My entire podcast library is filled <laughs> with true crime. Yeah. Um, I'm a murderino, a true crime junkie, whatever you want to call it. But um, actually, Jen, our mutual best friend, she's also a true crime addict like mm-hmm. I am. And listens to all the podcasts and we've gone to meet and greets in Toronto together. Really? So, wow. Yeah. So actually I haven't told her that I'm a guest here today and um, I know she wanted to be a guest on your podcast. So I'm kind of thinking she, a uh, surprise, Jen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm hoping to get her on in the next couple of weeks. Now, now Peggy, uh, do you have a petty crime to share with our listeners? I do. It was hard to pick, but I found one that uh, kind of spoke to me. So yes. Go for it. Okay, so, well, first of all, as we all know, with the COVID pandemic, many restaurants were forced to close their doors and shut down temporarily or permanently. Um, So this involves a restaurant like that. Um, So in Connecticut, um, the police were dispatched at 11.30 a.m. on a Tuesday morning. Uh, They responded to a report of a robbery in progress. So I just have to preface this by saying this crime is, to me, very Homer-esque. That's the only way to describe it. So if like Homer Homer Simpson, Simpson, yes, (laughs) if he were to commit a crime, this crime is exactly what he'd do. So, so hold on tight for this one. (laughs) <laughs> so the police respond to a robbery in progress at this restaurant location. Um, so they show up and there they find a 42-year-old man uh, named Luis Ortiz inside the restaurant asleep with a bottle of rum. Okay. So I, I want to say he was cuddling or spooning the rum, but that's the <laughs> image in my head. I don't know if that was the case. I'm editorializing. But um, so as it turns out, Mr. Ortiz had actually broken into the restaurant four days prior and he spent those four days gorging on an all-you-can-eat-and-drink crime buffet, basically. So <laughs> he held himself to food, liquor, beer, um, everything they had to offer, obviously a place to sleep. Um, he had actually, in total, it was discovered, consumed or consumed and stolen thousands of dollars worth of food. Wow. And that included 70, 70 bottles of liquor. Wow. Yeah, in four days. So he where, went where did that go? He could have drank all that. I mean, I assume he wouldn't be alive if he had. He must have stashed it. Maybe he threw a party at his new crash pad. I don't know. Oh. But basically well, consumed and stolen. That is a great petty crime case. You are fantastic, Peggy. Now, I, the reason I have you here is Steph has given me the title of her case for the week, and I need you to help me decipher what it's going to be about. Oh, love to. Yes. Yes. I figure there's no one better than you, the true crime expert. Yes. I will detect this. So the title of Steph's case for this episode is Taking a Bite Out of Crime. Taking a bite. Is she doing the same story that I just did? Oh, no. <laughs> I, I'm sure she's not. I hope not. I uh, well, that would be a disaster if that's the case. So Absolutely. let's let's hope that it's not. Um, okay. Let's go down a different path. So what else? So if it's not that, I'm gonna go with uh, taking a bite, as in uh, taking a bite out of crime. So there was a struggle. Like there was a struggle when someone is being arrested, and they decided to uh, during the course of the struggle bite the arresting officer or somebody else involved in the struggle. Oh, see, I went like a dog. I was thinking like an, okay. an like like you know like breaking and entering. Oh. And a dog takes a bite out of someone. 
Oh, like, uh, what's his name? Scruff McGruff? <laughs> Is that a thing? Um, I don't know. Chicago, but Illinois. No. I also want to say, knowing Steph, it has nothing to do with any of that, though. Uh, True. It could be a terabyte, like computer oh. crimes. Or like somebody whose last name is Byte. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah, yeah, she would do that, wouldn't she? I've been listening to you guys, and yeah. that's how she does this. She is clever. Uh, oh, Steph. Uh, sorry, Peggy. I get so confused. Uh, <laughs> I can call her. Uh, Peggy, thank you so much for being our very first guest and yes. for being a True Crime podcast enthusiast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'll keep listening. Um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to hear Jen on your podcast one day. Yes. Too. And now stay tuned because right after the break, we're going to find out what Steph's case is all about. <laughs> oh, I'm so nervous. 70 bottles of liquor. What the crap? Where did that go? I don't know. It's a, it a mystery. Good one, it a good, and hopefully it's not the case you're presenting, is it? No, no, it's not. It's not. It's <laughs> she, not. She said it and my heart sank. Uh, oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, like, like, that was a delightful little uh, little segment. Thank you, Peggy. That was awesome. Um, she, she's I'll, so excited to share it. Yes. Well, she's, I, I mean, she's a natural. She's a natural. Uh, she's a but natural, I'll... but no more guests. <laughs> she can't come back. Oh. You're the, you're the co-host. Oh, yeah, yeah me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, I also, uh, oh, that was great. So many good little nuggets in that, in that, uh, in that segment. Like from the having the same best friends to, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, to the story to everything. Um, but I will say that you're both wrong. About of course we are. My case. But, but does that include everything, like the megabytes and the dog yeah. and the person and Every, the person whose last name is Bites? Everything mentioned is 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 not the case. Uh, Peggy, we did not solve the crime. <laughs> but I commend your efforts. Okay. Those were okay. very creative, very creative thoughts. Well, I'm very eager to now find out how wrong we were and what right <laughs> is. Okay, well then, shall we get into it? I think get we in, shall. Get into it taking a bite out of crime. Um, so this took place in Milwaukee, Wisconsin in April of last year. Um, so there's this uh, little bakery. Uh, it's <gasps> called the Canfora Bakery, also known as the Lakeside Bakery, was burglarized on the night of April 19th by an unidentified suspect who fled into the night with ill-gotten cash and baking equipment. Um, and owners Karen and Eric Craig reported them to the police, well, rep- recorded the, uh, the, the crime to the police, um, but they also wanted the community's help in identifying the suspect uh, who was captured on their security cameras. Um, now, Donald. Now, Steph, just pause for one second, because I'm so, I'm so upset. Not, not like, really, don't actually pause, but I'm just, your story. Um, because I am just kerfuffled, because <laughs> I am now realizing how, and Peggy's going to kick herself, that the bite has to, and so far, there could be other things, but so far it has to do with a bakery. And Peggy <laughs> loves baking. I know she loves baking. It's her favorite thing to do. <laughs> And we never even talked about the possibility that this could be a case having to do with like an eating establishment or like we just went straight to somebody getting bitten. Oh no. Because got... you, well, you were worried that we had the same case, right? So that makes sense that, that you would just be like, ah, nah, and 
put that far from your mind and try and guess other things. No, you're being generous and kind, and that's enough of it. Uh, now, <laughs> on with your story. You can't change who I am. Okay, Donald, if if uh, your bakery got robbed, how how would you reach out to the community for their help? If my like, oh, if you had I, a bakery, th- you got robbed, but you know you wanted help identifying. Uh, the robber and you wanted to reach out to your regulars your community how would you go about doing so i feel like i'm just going to say something really obvious like i would post on our website or on facebook or i would uh put flyers up or yeah great you're dead yeah, on right so, yeah normal so that's, behavior that's what they did so on may 1st um so wait where are we here so april april 19th okay so they i guess they did the they filed the police report went through all of that and then nothing was happening so then they reached out uh on may 1st to their community they posted um the following on facebook they said uh we are giving away some free delicious cookies tomorrow so stop on by um so the cookies they were sugar cookies with the suspect's face printed on them in edible paper front and center in the middle of a ring of red icing chef's how amazing is that just so you know my jaw is down and there's a smile like it's hard to do both at the same time i can picture it i can picture it genius that is genius isn't it yes um so they were giving away these these free cookies to customers and then the, the tips came rolling in from locals claiming that they had positively identified the suspect. Um, and on May 13th, uh, police made the arrest uh, of Dominic Culp, who was charged with burglary of a building or dwelling as well as uh, bail jumping, because I guess had other, you know, other stuff going on, as mm-hmm. well as this little, this little robbery. Um, so I'll leave you. I'll leave you with this, and uh, this was the bakery's Facebook post following the cookie caper arrest. <laughs> um, so they they said we really appreciate the reaction from the community and the tips that led to the identification and arrest of this man. In celebration, the Conforra Bakery gave away another batch of criminally. Uh, delectable cookies, but this time it was the criminal's mugshot on them. Oh, that's great. This is a great story. I love it so much, and I love this bakery. <laughs> like, <laughs> Me too. Let's it's, go. That's so clever. So yeah, I don't know where Milwaukee is, but we're going, Steph. It's, it's that way. I'm pointing yeah. <laughs> in a direction you can't see. It's um, in Wisconsin. Um, still I no know. idea. <laughs> so hence, hence taking a bite out of crime. First of all, uh, amazing title for an amazing story. I Thank want to you. say that I think this is perhaps my favorite case that we've done. Oh, really? Yes. Yay! I, if we're going to give an award for these first eight episodes or something like that, this is definitely uh, a highlight. It's absolutely one of my favorites. I was I was so happy when I came across it. I was like, oh yes, this is perfect. Yeah. I just, I, it's like uh, it's 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 a cute story. You know what I mean? Um, well, because it's not just about what I love about it, and because we try to keep these things positive. And what your story did today is it focused not on the person who did the petty crime, 
but more like the resolution and the yeah. proactiveness of the people who had the crime occur against them. And that is empowering and amazing. I love well, it. Well, that's what I appreciate about, uh, appreciate about them so much is that, you know, these, these people um, took charge themselves. So then, you know, we were able to hear the story kind of from from their side of things which you're not usually able to do right like yeah sometimes we get like quotes from the people or yeah you know it's in the police report what was said um about whatever happened but this they like took charge and and got to posting in and in the most creative way caught mm-hmm. caught their guy you know Amazing. i just i love it i love it and I feel like, uh, so this tied in so well with Peggy because for another reason too, um, is that long, Peggy has an unreasonable fear of snakes. Oh. Um, and long ago when we lived together, uh, we she couldn't even bear to hear the word. Like that's how big the fear is. Um, wait, 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 hold on. Did you say snakes or sticks? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you said snakes, right? I did, but that okay. would totally be her too. I- I originally heard um, sticks, and then yeah. you went, and then I was like, "Wait a minute, no." Let, okay, sorry. Yeah, snakes, that'd be a folks. tough life. Yeah, he said but, snakes. Yeah, okay, snakes. Um, and she had such, and she won't be listening to this part of the segment. I can tell you because she has a fear of that, and doesn't even want to hear the word. Um, right. But so I have lot- a friend like that, actually, Patrick. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick, yeah, I know him. Really not a fan. Sorry, Patrick. No, but neither am I. I'm not a fan of. Well, I mean, I'm not a fan, but I can yeah. hear, hear the word and it doesn't wake me out too much. But know? for her, it did. And so we came up with a code word to be able to talk about them. And it was sugar cookies. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, thank uh, So that's okay. She needs to get up, get over that fear one day. Um, but I don't like snake teeth. Says Donald. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, She's Louise. not on the line anymore. It'll be Peggy, a while you if take we ever your, have her back. you take your time. You do what you need. Don't listen to this, guys. Uh, Steph, thank you for that amazing story. Peggy, thank you for being a guest on today's yeah, episode. Yeah, Peggy, thank you. You're so awesome. And maybe we'll have some uh, some more guests in the future. This went well. I, I, I actually love it. It's it's a nice like little uh, you know twist on things. So I, I think we have to absolutely give a should. <laughs> Oh, that's true. It was great. That's true. Well, yeah. I think we should do it again. We'll just sprinkle them in here and there. How's that sound? Oh, it's a great idea. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to the Petty Crimes Podcast. We have new episodes for you every Wednesday. Yeah, so we'll we see you do. next week. Yeah, come on back. Well, folks, that was our episode this week. Hilarious, eye-opening, maybe a little depressing. Ugh, people do better. You can be better. It's, it's what Steph says to me after every episode. Look, whether you're running a marathon or robbing a Krispy Kreme, you should always strive to do your best. Hold your head up high. I mean, you'll have to do that anyway in your mugshot, right? Join us next week on... The Petty Crimes Podcast. Podcast.